Can we get it? Okay. Uh, what are we talking about? Actually, that was energizing for me too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Popped it. Re- little red rocket. Um, uh, what are we talking about? It really triggers me, Red Rocket, too. It's a great film. A great film. I've never you... seen that. I thought you were talking about a dog's penis. I'm sorry. Well, that too. Okay. It's about a porn star with a giant, well, giant cock. So. Yeah. But he just not. The dog thing is never referenced. No. It means something else. No. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean anything else. It's just called that. So no. There's no other. Mm. Yeah. There is a, a a dog that is prominent. Yeah. It's a female dog. That was the movie that. It's the end. It was kind of the end of him for me. You have. You said you haven't seen it. Yeah, but I heard. I heard things. You need to see it. Sit the fuck down. Because people got way too wokey, forgetting that that's the whole fucking point of the movie. Wokey how? They're like, it's about he's trying to like traffic her. Oh, like I did people that. are talking about that. I'm like, the yeah. Underage. Yeah, that's the point. Like, it's real. It's just so crazy that people like you can watch something and oh god, we but need to talk about media literacy. But doesn't on that this make podcast, you? Because I have things to say. Doesn't that excite you though? Like, because we what really would you going? Is that on? Of course. Oh my god, <laughs> it's always on. So you got you spanking me? <laughs> I got it all. <laughs> I watch enough podcasts to know you turn it on. Right away. Oh my God, okay. You don't let anything get lost in the ether. Okay, well, we'll use that as part one, I guess. But don't don't you get energized by and you? Because uh, I don't know. I don't read the comments. I don't get in the weeds of say a Twitter like you do. But you have you have to get energized by that, like those Red Rocket people who are like I who do. don't see it. I do if I'm in the right mood. Otherwise, I am. It leads. It's it's either. Rage or despair, and there's a fine line. And the despair Rage is, is energizing not, right, right. and empowering. Despair, like it's hopelessness. Mm-hmm. That, like, you know. But then again, the internet can really distort because I feel like a lot of times it could, it's just like humanoid bots mm-hmm. who are just re-saying the same thing, and just get in their lives are so fucking shitty in the, in Minnesota. And at, at their middle school, shout out to Minnesota, where they, it's like everyone's getting mad at this thing. I need to jump on, and like you know, when you're that age, you can really attach yourself to like social justice things in a way that has like no bearing on reality, and it just feels yeah. like I want to be doing the same thing and have some sort of control or some yeah. sort of arena in my life where I feel like I'm on the right side of things. Facts, so like a lot of that, lost in the that's that's how I feel about the blonde. Yeah. Army, the blah army, but the, the, but the, anti, the killing army. The anti, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they're all like children. They're all teenagers. Really? Mm-hmm. You found that when you were? Every, like every time. <sighs> they certainly act like it. You know. Did you see what? I don't know how. I didn't watch the actual or read the actual thing, but it was like, because maybe, oh, maybe I'm part of the problem. See? I'm not getting into the details. I'm just gonna talk out of my ass. See, and that's but see, what I everyone own it. does. I don't pretend. Exactly. You don't I don't like, pretend like it's. Fast. You're not like no. That's that's the T, and that's yeah. It. Like I love people. my ignorance, but I'm like, gonna admit that to. it's that. Yeah. Because I'm gonna tell you, like, I did not see Red Rocket, and I will still like shit all over it. And 
I was really, I was holding out hope for him. Like you don't even know. I was know. a fan. I love Tangerine. So, so you turn on that movie just because you heard something from someone? Yeah, isn't that? That's really sad. Isn't that really sad? That should not be how it is. Yeah. I was a little worried because it, it, it had gotten. Some but not about things, that thing. I was. About. Oh my god. Not because of the trafficking thing or the. I mean, I heard it kind thing? of did. The what I heard was that from someone I trust that it got like I felt like what he was really good at was not. He's glorifying, like say, like Florida Project. He's glorifying this life, this like seedy life. Well, just by putting this, I always find that if you put a light on it, you know, you're romanticizing it. Like, you can pretend that you're being critical, but if your main character is doing this, like, or your story is doing this, and you're shining a filmic light on it, you're putting it on a pedestal in some type of way. Oh, I hate that. It's just a fact. I hate that. You, you spent millions of dollars and, <laughs> I'm sorry, put all this shit into doing something? That's glorifying. That's putting it on a pedestal. That's not a... So people often... I don't think this is always true, but people often then say, oh, this movie is actually a satire. It's critiquing what it's doing. I'm like, fuck off. Not it's in the case basking of the Florida Project. It. It's very different. Florida it's, Project... No, that's why I'm saying the Florida Project was... I was still on board. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. And Tangerine felt really like... It just felt like it was done right. He'd involved Maya Taylor. Like, he'd, he'd worked with these women. Yeah. In the way that I really wanted to, like, that was like, ooh, maybe people will take note from him and apply this in the future and it'll adapt the, like, what it means to be a writer-director, you know, film auteur. Uh It would change that. But then with Red Rocket, what I heard was that he got into using that power to shine a light on something. And I don't think he... Something heinous. Something heinous. makes you feel ill. And I heard... And it works really well. That's... She think that's what you said. I was like, holy that's what she's saying. shit. I'm scared that it doesn't though. I'm scared oh, that there's no chance. When you see this movie, you will say, There's no chance. There really just isn't. You have to be already there and looking for or you've already made up your goddamn mind or something. Or just like And I don't do that. Have that kind of twisted I mean I do, but then you I do. don't see then, Well no, then I don't see it. Yeah. If I see it, I'm you, you know, give it a chance. I'm looking at it. Like I'm that. always because I don't like I have the thing, my taste, the things that I prefer to watch that are boring. <laughs> People would say are boring, and I think that's a compliment for me because I love being boring. But in a movie theater, yeah, paradise. But paradise. I will watch anything, and I love all types of things. I love a the Planet of the Apes reboot or like a Gerard Butler, Catherine Heigl, The Ugly Truth. <laughs> I'll eat it all. I'll eat it all. I'll taste it all. I'll try anything once. I try not to be closed off. But what I'll do instead is write it off, double down, and cancel it without knowing anything about it. Jeez, which which is the battle that I fight against every day on this yeah. earth. The battle. I say I literally try to talk to people on Letterboxd. In the, I got in fights in the LB comments, my guy. That is how dark, dark this went. That is a dark. For blonde. I've never even looked at um, And it, it was always, I was always literally just trying to build a bridge and be like, and say, just like, 
if you care so deeply about these things, like I'm telling you, if you watch the film, you will be surprised. Like you don't have to love it, but you will, it will not make me think. And then of course you only get like, no, because watching, no, I would never watch the film because like watching the film makes you a bad person. Of course, when, when that, when the person's using that logic, then you're not gonna, there's no right. conversation. You're support, there. you're part of the problem. Yeah. We're just, we're living you're in a fantasy online and, and you know, calling someone a Nazi. I was called I was called a Nazi Stop. and a men's rights activist for liking blondes. It really just Well, I do blows. think you are a men's rights activist. No. I, but I don't think you're a Nazi. Um, okay. <laughs> I support for some men's rights. I do. I do. But um, you you also you know this because you do that this movie to me. was about women's rights, honey. We'll get, um, <laughs> we'll get into it. We'll get into it. That that deserves this whole moment, and we'll need especially the whole moment. Especially that people acted and talked to me as if that entire film and everything that happens in it was authored by Andrew Dominic, when every single thing that happens in the movie right. was written by Joyce Carol Oates, and most a lot of the scenes oh are more harrowing in the book, but you're yeah. inside her head. So it's right. like a very empathetic experience. Because it's exactly what you're talking about of people tailoring their reality, but then doubling down and being like, this is everyone's reality. My reality is Andrew Nominick created this and it's yours too. Yeah. You yeah. can't see. And I'm like, well, that's actually not the case. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's just really just. It's frustrating. Woo! But I let you open my eyes. You know that. Mm -hmm. Like, I let you take me out of my comfort zone. I let you do all kinds of things to me <laughs> that I don't let anybody else do. Yeah. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I've watched no, movies that I would have never seen on my own. Yeah, like what? Let's talk about it. Let's Trouble Every Day? Yeah. That's a big one. That's the... Maps of the Stars. Showgirls? Showgirls. All three of those. When did, did we watch Showgirls together? We went to the Roxy. Oh, 35. Oh, it was good. It was oh, good. and what a good crowd. That was one of my favorite times at the theater. Yeah. There were like old 45 year old groups of like gays who work Lots in like nonprofits gays, yeah. with like merch and it stuff. There was merch. It was merch. My 42 year old. Lots of women. Lots of women. Lots of first time viewers. Yes. Like me. Yes. Like lot, I feel like lots of people About like half. us. Yeah, it in pairs. Like, yes. You need to come see this. Like, honey, let's go. <laughs> oh, and see that movie at the theater as it actually should have been. Because you know that it yeah. never really got there. Thank God I didn't watch it. If I'd it watched that at home, it would have destroyed me. Alone? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. That, it, the, I wouldn't. I would still be, like, being kept up at night. Yeah. The first time I watched it, I watched it alone, and I was, like, drunk. I was in college. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure that I was drunk. That's hot. In though. college. That's hot. That's good. That's crazy. Hot, drunk and alone, watching sick shit in college. That will be it. That's kind of cute. That's kind of cute. Yeah. Not now. No. Not now. No, that's sad. Yeah. What I like yeah. is you home alone, late at night, watching like old movies in the 40s, <laughs> posting like topless pictures of yourself. Yes. On, my sister's always like, because she follows, you know, she's of like. Of course she does. She's like, what is oh, she Keith upset by my nudity? She, what are you upset? Get the fuck out of here. She, she's always like, she's tickled by it. She loves it. We all love it. Did you not see my? I know that's, did I you know see my comment on your B reel the other day? There was a comment. Like, when you, I think you were like. It was one where you were from below, 
yeah, topless, yeah, yeah, yeah. but then the mirror showed angle. the mirror then showed you showed in your panties and your little underwear. Yeah. No, no, no. And no, I like said, you're combining two be reels that go off. Okay. That's well, two one days in the, a row. <laughs> I'm fucked. My mind doesn't work in like moments. Well, it's just two, all the And those two were pretty much the same. Let's just be honest. And I commented. I was like, stunning. Where? I didn't. Even and you see didn't even that. respond to it. Because I didn't it. know. Because Be Real is bad at notifying comments. I usually get the. I usually get a notification. Because it, it says it, and then I'm like, oh, I didn't. I got notified that someone posted a Be Real. It doesn't distinct between the notification. So I'm like, oh, it doesn't. I'm like, you. What? It doesn't show the comments anymore. That's, oh, that's uh, so sad. But I was like, yeah. Stuck. See, this was this one. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm Maybe the one that for was the, for the feed. We'll we'll slap it on. We'll there. slap it on. <laughs> we just post it on the story of the IG. Yeah, we should. It might have. I don't think it was this one. I think it was the one in your room. Yeah, no. Where you were in your underwear and the mirror picked you up. Okay. In, in the like one. This one. Yeah. This one. Yes, because okay, to describe it, the light is hitting you and it's gorgeous. Yeah. And you have this very cute expression on your face. And your shoulders are just giving waves of the ocean. Oh. And then. I mean, my body is really, is a wonderland. And Let's then I click and that. I'm like, oh, look, a, you know, a room with lots of posters and an AC, floor AC. And then I'm like, oh, what's that full length mirror? And then I zoom. Of course, I pinch. You pinch. And I'm like, there's even more light. There's even more glow. There's like a rainbow moment on your elbow. And then. You're just in your underwear. And yeah. there's the nips. There's the belly button. You're surprisingly hairless. I am. And it works for you well. Yeah, I'm a cherub. Because you, you have a hairy face. I shaved today. It looks know. great. Thank you. I know it does. Yeah. It, I never trim. I'm always just like nothing or everything because I'm lazy. That's a trim, what you did. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's rare. Because that's all I did. You know that. I know. I just put a five millimeter and I'm just like, dee, 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 dee. What number is five? Is it so number five? It's because mine goes by millimeter. It's some shitty oh, like drugstore one. But that's like, that's half a centimeter. So that's that's a half. Yeah. And because mine gets close. really tight coiled. Yeah. Exactly. Well, okay. I clipped it to we, my shirt. How did we get to you being obsessed with my body? Well, <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. I really don't know. Because we were talking, we talking about, about Marilyn's curves. Like we talked about my curves. <laughs> I would take your curves over hers any day. <laughs> R.I.P. God rest. I mean, the I don't have God the yeah, that's uh but for you get, you don't need it. it. Get it. BBL. Oh if you one. came if you were like, I'm going home to Washington to visit my family and I came back go to with Miami. a BBL. Mm-hmm. 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 Or I go to the DR, that's where they do the dangerous ones. You want the yeah, of course you want the dangerous ones. Yeah, I want the You ones. want it to one that explodes and then goes down your legs. Yeah, we love surgery. Fat into we love blood surgery. vessel, immediate stroke. Yeah, dead in five minutes. <laughs> that ha- it happens, and people don't talk about it. Yeah, yeah, that's your maps to the stars. Maps of is it okay? Is it maps of Two. the stars? Because I say it both ways. One of those things where I'm like, Two. they're like, oh, what Cronenberg movies have you seen? I'm like, who? And they're like, David Cronenberg. I'm like, oh, I've seen this one. The one that no one has seen. It's yeah. actually one of the furthest down on Letterboxd as far as yeah. popularity, which is hilarious. And then I saw Crimes of the Future. I dragged a friend to see it. And you didn't like it. Which I, I liked it. I liked it. I didn't, but it, you I should have. You weren't sounding When like I'm not with day. you, when I'm not with you seeing a movie like that where there's like 
you know, psychosexual cutting, so to speak, or psychosexual mm -hmm. like violence. Mm -hmm. I as every I can't I actually that. really cannot appreciate it if you're not there. I will walk out of I am a very like I I just it, you're you know, giving I, something and I'm receiving. Do you it. know what it is? I think that I often that. You, I feel this when I watch something with someone and it feels like you're seeing it through their eyes and you're a little you're a little bit worried about what they're thinking yeah. and how that reflects on you. But it, it it's that's so sad that you have some sort of sh inner shame about like that like oh god you might think that I enjoy this like I want I want to exercise that from your body. You know what I mean? It's not shame. It's just the ex it's all about the experience. So like if I'm seeing it by myself with you know I'm the dom because when I go to see a movie with you I'm, I can just submit. you're the sub yeah I just like I'm there yeah. I'm just like in, tucked in your little pocket like yeah. a little pen mm -hmm. yeah. and I love it and I'll I'll really enjoy movies that if I had not like if I had, like Crimes of the Future I think if I had seen it with you I would have still given you shit about Kristen Stewart as an actor oh but but that's the best performance I've ever seen her do. Thank you for saying that. Oh, At least we agree on that. Because finally, someone is is leaning in and being like, you know that weird thing you do? Let's make it in a character entirely that so yeah. that you can go. It's what was missing from her Olivier Asayas movies because they were just too, they were too like. I still love them. But it is, I love them in spite of her performance sometimes scuffing against the film yeah like uh, but that's that yeah. to me made it that's a good way to made it like it. a drug like it was that was so weird and uncanny and, and if delicious. i looked at it more like that because then throughout the movie i was by the end i fully bought that this she yeah. was in this world and that made it so strange because it's so it's her like yes kristen stewart is that weird thing where she's like a, just an awkward dyke from down the block like she's literally just like the dyke who like has her, soccer yeah, yeah. girls at your high school <laughs> um don't get me started <laughs> But she's also like this high fashion, the face of Chanel, like, yeah, you know, star, like yeah. cover star. But uh, also kind of like she's, she's not a Disney star, but and she kind of is a lot of the time. She's like a teen star in the. Yes. She has a little Miley Cyrus in her, in her own she's way. She's a child yeah. actor. Exactly. Yeah. No, she's very. I love her in Crime of the Crime of the Future. That changed things for me. I love that because finally we're we're using her ticks to the advantage of the film, which hasn't really been done. And she's doing things that I didn't know I wanted to. Like she's being silly. Like it feels yes. silly. Like when she I says love it. it has meaning, very yes. potent meaning, and yes. yeah, <laughs> like that. It's yes. just like John Early went in her body. For a oh second. my god! <laughs> yes, it is like she's it's doing like, girl, a caricature of herself, which is often, which like. Any, any actor doing a character of their own acting, I mean, mm. compare that to an, a, a, a maybe a similar performance, but a much more titanic Cronenberg performance, which is Julianne Moore in Mask of the Stars. Okay. I don't, what was, she was doing... But she she fit in that movie, though. The crazy, she is that movie. But the crazy, like, so you know how we talk bones. about, we talk about like Jared Leto and Gucci and Tom Hanks and Elvis. For me, but Jared, which is like, they're in their own movie. Yeah. They're not, but the, the beautiful thing is about crime, no, um, Maps to the Stars is all those people are doing insane things. John Cusack, her, Olivia the kid. Williams. The kid. They're Mia, doing insane things. Rob. Mia, they all... But I'm like, they're in the same movie. They all fit in the same movie because I'm like, 
Yeah, that's Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Those fucking freaks, freaks in Hollywood. They're all fucking backwards freaks. ass freaks. Oh, if, if and we love it, and we love it. Sadly, have I, I mentioned it. Camille Polly on this podcast yet? No, this might be the this first podcast that has no episode. This might be yet. the first episode because. But you're you have to. I haven't seen Maths and Stars since I went dove in on her, but. Jesus Christ, I need to talk to her about Maps the Stars. Because when she, she, I just finished listening to the chapter on Wuthering Heights. Which, have you read Wuthering Heights? You drafted in school. You didn't. Fuck. That's a shame. I skipped a lot of the reading in school. Because, like, oh yeah, you were like being a bad kid. I was being, I was sucking off the teacher. Yeah. But also, you, you, I like to talk about things I know nothing about. So I would, like, write an essay about a book I never read. Crazy. Now we get like a B plus. That's like, yeah, sick. something's not okay. But anyway, a lot of gaps. something in in Wuthering Heights that was like funny-ish to us, but was literally like the teach. It was taught, and I love this teacher, but it was taught as like, no, it, that was just the time, and just explained away is that all of the relationships in the movie are between like cousins and uncles and whatever, and it's it's just like incest of bound. The central torturous romance is between two children who were raised together as siblings. Um, you know, it's it's the in ultimate family romance incest as romanticism. Like all romance and romantic obsession starts in the home. Emily Bronte knew this, you know, like, and Camille talks, she talks so much about incest the, 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 and the weird sexual depravities that are that are just ignored. Mm. Especially in romanticism, and especially in late romanticism, which she calls decadent romanticism, which Wuthering Heights is like a staple. But all that, anyway, all that stuff about incest, it, it like Maps the Stars is is fully just that movie embracing it. It's it's about how in this these this family, like yeah. they cannot avoid incest, and the young yeah. children and like like Mia and and the little the little kid, it's like she knows it's their destiny. She wants to kill them and kill themselves and wipe off the family forever mm. but still do it in, a, in an incestuous way with this like forbidden disgusting weird marriage and they kiss if you remember at the end when they take all the pills oh yeah and take and swap rings because uh, when you were describing Wuthering Heights Hollywood I thought has, you were talking about maps. of like of like the the sickest parts when it gets yeah. to everything leads to incest like which is the perfect image of like something eating itself from the inside out do you know what I mean? Something that yeah. can be only solipsistic and self-referential, like the only one that just wants to fuck itself and kill it and kill yeah. others, but just through itself. Like that is just so. Well, because Hollywood is like our royal family. Incest. Period. Period. Incest, pale, yucky, and just like climbing and 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 maneuvering and and, and yeah. scheming and murdering. Ugh. You want to hear something embarrassing? Little Micah, let's sing for Little Micah. <laughs> na 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 na, na 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 na. He's fire. We're fire, and he's water. Remember that. Go watch Maps of the Stars. I, I can't Maybe remember it. that Maps of the Stars. I, I if you if you look at my letterbox, I ranked my top films of the 2010s as number one. It is the most underrated film of the last. It was 2014. 2013, 14 came out in 14, but I think it was that. Uh, maybe it's just 2014, I don't know. 
Uh, but did you say it was, did it win or was it nominated for Golden Globes? Too? Julianne Moore got a Golden Globe nomination. That's because it's the HFPA and they're psycho. Yeah. And she, well, that is... she had won at Cannes, and I feel like that means something to them because there's like well, they're also 112 of them. They're sick in Cannes. And they're all European, so. Yeah. But that was a crazy, that's an insane thing that happens. That's crazy. Um, I feel like she also won at Venice or something, maybe a different time, but I know she's won the like, She's won all the main film festival actress awards in her career. She's one of the few. Oh, for di- but that was for a different movie. I think for other yeah. things. Yeah. Because when you said R- Wuthering Heights, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, the Charles Dickens novel. No! Charles Dickens could never. Well, this was Emily Bronte. Don't throw him under the bus. One like novel. And she was a dyke. And not only a dyke, but when you really read close and hear about her life and everything, like Camille does, yeah. a trans man. Fully. Oh. Like, and everyone thinks that, because she was known as being violent, abrasive, really manly, a boyish child, too. Love And that. that's kind of Catherine Earnshaw, the main, which is like the main character-ish of, of Wuthering Heights, though she doesn't get to, Wuthering Heights is all told as in nested stories of stories of stories of I heard, I heard, I heard. Yeah. From other random people that tell the stories of what's, what, of what the actual story ends up being. That's so amazing. it's all, it's genius. Yeah. Um, and it's all of order and everything, but Catherine is the main character. Everyone thinks that Emily Bronte is Catherine. Yeah. But Camille Polly is like, absolutely not. She's Heathcliff. Mm-hmm. And that's, that gags me. Because, you know, Heathcliff is the mixed race, savage child that they found in the shipping yard. Yeah. Who's just like pure, tortured. It's, it's not like pure masculine force. It's, it's, it's a flawed masculine force that, that implodes. Mm-hmm. against itself and that is definitely i think it, it, with all his anger against the world and being trapped in his own body it's like that's definitely i'm gonna get you a notebook because you need to fill that notebook with things you want to talk to this woman about it's oh my god i know someone who knows her and i mean so like like a kid that we went to college with yeah is in her cohort at philadelphia is it pittsburgh or philadelphia philadelphia school of the arts where she teaches at a public school where she teaches you know people students who are like working class students who are going into like art trade like the design industries right. um you know she's like on the ground floor she, she's like i will never ever be and she's right. so she waves that flag she's like i will never ever again be stuck in a class with out of touch faux intellectual liberal elite fucking kids she's like uh, i'm so over those assholes all right and this is when i cut off the polio <laughs> conversation because why? do you not think she i don't has like a point? that well i mean there's a point but why run away from it she's like i don't why want be students a, i'm sick why of be kind of like act, a who come into my class like they coward me, you know it's cowardly oh i don't know i don't know i think there's i don't i mean now we're gonna get so far away from movies and just talking about <laughs> higher education <laughs> <laughs> we can and the students of a liberal arts college and yeah. what, they, what they can say and what their value is as speakers. Well, we, we both right experienced now, that. Yeah, and all we're doing right now is just talking and we want people to listen. Yeah. 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 It's dark. It's true. It's dark. So she's right. <laughs> yeah. She's also we're part of, she, right. We're well, part she, of got expe- she got pushed out of academia completely. Yeah, that sounds um, about right. But literally for saying <laughs> they don't want for her. saying a lot of things that are for basically being like if any discussion of art history and literature, if you don't talk about 
the sexual proclivities of each artist and how they are inherent to the art, then there's no point. And they're like, no, that's so against the way. That's not what we do by, you know, like that's disgusting. That's for, that's for you, you nasty well, gay freaks. Yeah. You know, kind of a thing. Yeah. She was also like the only out, you know, that all happened in the early 70s when she was like the only out lesbian and everyone was like, you're, well, you're out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there were other reasons she was kicked out. I mean, having watched her speak, I'll always bring that up. And I'll always throw that <laughs> in your face. Love, I, I was watching Christopher today. I can't, if I think about that before bed, I can't sleep that night. You're such a I have nightmares. Like, you need, no. to, you need to get over that. <laughs> like, you do. Good Sorry. lord. You do. Just because it's a woman with a very intense, shrill voice. And it's, you call yourself I wouldn't, a feminist? I wouldn't call it intense or shrill. It's dull and stuttery. Okay, to be fair, that video was her... But I don't like personal She had like stayed like up this. all night or something. You need to see her in Excuses. 1992 when she's like hopped up on coffee and cocaine and just like in her absolute power. I'm not going to let you suck this woman off for this entire show. I probably will. But we're moving on. She'll I'm, I'm, I'm shifting. Just admit you like, like, like there are parts of the things that she, she, I don't like everything that she says. I she like listening crazy. to you talk about okay. her. Okay. And I like that you have something that you're so passionate about and someone that you It's revere. a worldview that I I'm really scared. share. I'm scared that if she started a cult, like you would kill me or something. She would never. She's, she's so against any kind of concentrated power. That's what all cult leaders say. They're all trying to get you away from one power and into their own. Stop. Save no, yourself, no, Keith. It's so not that. It's so not that. But, okay. I, but once again, I'll I let still, you bring her up could, every other I'm sure episode. I could email her public. I, I, like, I feel like people must just yeah. reach out to her. Of course, if she likes the blue collar, she wants the. She, that's what the, she does. She, all she does is listen to conservative day. local talk radio on AM. That's. Because she was like, I want to know. But all women that age. Or she was doing that just for research and glitter images because no she was like, I want to know what any conception of what art is in society that the actual country has. And she was like, there is none. And uh, you know, like, there's literally none. Mm. Uh, because art, because of contemporary art has, like, you know, the right in seeing contemporary art as something that's just a bunch of, you know, people who were, went to education can reference something internally and just like have inside jokes and just jerk each other off and copy each other. And be like, yeah. look how conceptual I can be without actually saying or doing anything. Or like, you know, like that's, she's like, that's contemporary art. There's absolutely no ingenuity. There's nothing being said. There's nothing that's real. That's not true. She's like, it's all for money. But see, that's, all you for can't, fame. You, see, I worry about philosophical, philosophical types like that because they just end up in this generalization. Oh. It's she, just not true it, though. Is, she, the world that she lives in is so... Well, it's interesting because she talks about the, the battle between hard lines of definition and, and the opposite of complete fluidity. Yeah. Um, but she does live in a world of extremes, of extreme truth that are that are completely gen like generalized. Yeah. Um, Which leads back to the people yeah. you hate online. Yeah. All the young people who have their extreme yeah, rules that her her extreme are lines are so against the i mean I, and i really respect one thing that I, she said in the 90s which when charlie rose asked her but your 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 opinions are so insane and extreme <laughs> how can you expect anyone yeah. to how can you expect the average person to share those she says of course i don't she said 
I am the warrior. I am the Athena. I break through. And the people in Versailles... My eyes are rolling. They pick up the pieces and they delegate and they like the details. But I'm trying to push through a culture and say the most extreme thing possible. She's like, I'm the... I'm fighting that battle so i'm not the person who's gonna who's so gonna she, get into the details she's joe rogan sure that would be absolutely that would, i when feel like if they gonna met be... if they met they would just both explode oh i think it would... they would just combust she would, would never explode. ever respect him and he would never respect her and i don't Probably respect not. either of them because they, that mentality of like you know pushing through no matter who you are pushing through and pushing through using generalizations you're always going to create dangerous shit with but the thing with someone like joe rogan is people listen with camille palia you're the only one who listens that's not true that's not true she's got a big i'm sure yeah because the cult that cult person the cult personality and, it really works it really works. and from what i can tell it seems like most people who really follow her it's not just her against everyone it's it always itself like you can't like Camille Polly without liking a lot of people that she despises. Mm. You know, it's just part of it. That's cool. And she, I, I, I love seeing Q and A's of her speaking at like Yale and Bennington or whatever, where people ask like so like because her number one enemy is Foucault and Derrida, and the post-structuralist. She was like, I why as she said in the nineties, I'm going to drive them into the sea. Those those were her words. Oh yeah, you've told me that polite speech. Um, uh huh. But yeah. <laughs> if poetry was stuff like that. No, I love it. Because, you know, she's like a, she's obsessed with poetry. Yeah. And she has yeah. been, yeah. Um, but s someone asked her, like, I have the, the two big, the writers that I have the most of on my shelf are you and Foucault. And she was like, well, that's silly. <laughs> she was like, I don't know why you'd fucking do that. And then she was like, read these two authors that he plagiarized his entire career um, instead that actually had the ideas. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. Write that down, queen. I wonder if she thinks they're blonde. Yeah, you said that. I like I said, you need a notebook to just write I think down her the and Carol, ask No, Joyce Carol Oates is, would be like. Yeah. But I wonder. Because because Google it. I mean, so much. It's funny the way she talks about so many authors is she'll quote exactly like, yeah, they said this or like later. What's his face? Um, oh my God, oh, some writer. What's his name? I don't remember. Um, what is it? What is his name? I don't. I can't remember right now. But but that he like later edited his poems and kind of tried to like take out the really salacious bits where he kind of exposed his mm. his the scary part of himself that he was warring mm. with, or yeah. like someone's publicly changed their mind ten years later about a poem and said no, that's not what I meant. And she was like, it is. She was like, it's just when you access a poetic something like things come through that you don't want to deal with mm. and so she's like all these scholars have said oh well he said that that he didn't mean that so it didn't mean that there's it, this christabel isn't specifically about like him is as the woman and being violated by a lesbian vampire like no when it and she's like yes it is it's right there use your fucking brain and it is right there <laughs> see i agree with that and I agree that the interpretation sometimes matters more than the quote-unquote intention. Yeah, but especially when they, when they take it back and change it later. I'm about to slap you. Okay, try it, go. Oh, that was fun earlier. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. But no, because then how do you separate that from the way people get offended by things and the way people get, like, if you're talking about blonde, 
and it, you know people see it their way or people look at something and see the societal impact and it's like because you love to say that you don't think movies should have should be tasked with that like social morals you know with the should social it, should impulse. it be held to a code right yes but i think that goes exactly to what you were just you know regurgitating it's like if it's that is society's choice to do with a piece of art or a person or interpretation not when of a movie those views come from a um come with a refusal to engage with the material on its own grounds because those stories are happening what are its own grounds before then, you get to just watching it like things that are no i'm talking like, about things and no that's specific no you know what, what I mean? about after people have seen it people assume mm -hmm. people have engaged with it and have said this is disgusting you know this is racist this is this this is that and you know or like i don't want to engage with let's say let's use woody allen as an example right i don't want to engage with a movie about an old man hooking up with a young woman because you know this guy may have done some really really horrible things in his life and we know he actually did do some really weird me, things it's this, and this they is choose where, to this is where the difference is. hold that against this is, this is what's interesting there's a difference between I've heard this movie is about a guy hooking up with a young girl, Red Rocket. But the way that movie portrays that happening tells you everything you need to know. If you know how to legibly read a film, you're not concerned by Red Rocket because you know, you feel the intention. It's so obvious. When you watch Manhattan by Woody Allen, the intention, it, what comes through in the film is that is some worship of a perfect youth and beauty and childlike innocence that is that is like the most horniest, sexiest, possible, desirable thing. And that is disturbing because it's in the film. It's not just people, but that's how people will read it as this thing exists in this film. Yeah. So, so you, so to Red Rocket and Manhattan. And I'm like, watch it in a dark room, let it fill your brain. And if you still say that, I can't argue with you. But in a world where we have had to put up with things like Manhattan or- Oh yeah, I'm sure. The, oh, no, it's, it's the Roman Polanski's of the, the way it, that the, you know, you see that coming. so Absolutely. you have a red rocket. It's like, do even if it's doing it the right intentioned way, it's doing it better. Do we really need There's, it in 2020 whatever, when like, obviously, we should be expanding that net so that we're not just seeing one perspective of a man who like beats the shit out of a woman or like sexually harasses a woman over and over and over and over again for mm -hmm. decades. That's yeah. all we that's all we had in a lot of ways, right? Yeah. Because so why do we need a red rocket? Fixated. Why do we need red rocket then? Well, I mean, there I have never seen anything quite like that movie. That that was that was But those resources should maybe go somewhere else. It was also very right now. Like it's it's not out of time. It is mm -hmm. very placed in a time. Even though every the the way that this young girl who's like this perfect, you know, she's about to turn eighteen, right? Um, it it's very much the it's it's the girl who's online who knows how to act sexy. You learned how to act sexy from four, and it's the euphoria girl. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. very much pinned. So it, I mean, as far as the like, wait, it's that actress. 
No, oh, okay. but she, that's the character. That's the vibe. You know, she's she's a seventeen year old right now, mm-hmm. where like you know, that's so incredibly online and, and knows how to sing in the exact. You know, she does her cover of the Backstreet Boys. Probably gonna start a fight. You know, like the full thing. <laughs> because because he found this girl and that she like sang on TikTok and he's, yeah. she just goes right well, into the movie. But I, I, I want to speak to the like. Yes, it's absolutely fair and and expected that. You know, there is a pushback against wanting to see those images. I also think the narrative of how damaging the like, violence to women in movies um, has been pushed a little far about twisting it so that it seems like the films are what's doing it. Mm-hmm. When to me it was like, yes, who were the people who were making them, who, who had the ability to make those movies? Men for cheap, especially when it, when it comes to actual exploitation films, that's what they're for, right? But there is a value Yes, I believe that there should be just as many exploitation films for women. Thank God we've gotten some incredible ones in the last. Sure. I mean, honestly, sure. maybe more back then. But like, um, but so that should be leveled. But like, to say that any man making a film that deals with the abuse of women, it like is immediately wrong. Like, art is where we need to go to work those things out. You don't have to watch it. You don't have to be interested if if you are going to be really deeply triggered and reminded of horrible things that have happened to you by seeing a movie, don't watch it. Mm-hmm. Don't watch it. But it, it's a step too far when it becomes none of you watch it. It's making you all violent. The violence comes from in here, hon. We're born. We're born with it. We, no. have, to, we have to find a way to No, 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 no. Because we have had this conversation too before where that is very much your thing of like, if it's not already in there, it can't be taken out by some like watching a movie. You can't have an impulse that wasn't secretly already there. And I don't think that's true. I think, especially if it's drill, like if it's repetition. So who's to say, yes, we should trust that people can be, you know, critical and look at Red Rocket and say, this is different than, you know, the casual use of abuse that we've seen in films since the beginning of Where it's, time. When it's so glaring that when you see something that the film doesn't but care about it, it hurts. What so about much, those you know? people who have been so drilled, which I think is a lot of people, maybe not, I'm just talking out of my ass, but what about those people who have been so drilled that they look at a red rocket and it's, and I'm sorry, but it's titill, it's probably, I haven't seen it again, but it's titillating. Even though, even if it is doing something and it's well-intentioned in what it's doing, it, that it's, it's using something in a salacious and titillating way. And I don't know that a movie has ever successfully challenged that emotion in its audience, like turned it on its head. Like, you know, people talk about how the Sopranos, right? Like you're loving watching this big hokey guy commit this violence, but you also are intimate. You spend time with him in his home. You love him. And then it kind of twists on you, right? Like you're like, oh, he's sexy and also kind of protective. And then he does something when, unspeakable. Yeah. And you're like, whoa. But then you're back. You know, I don't, I didn't, and even there, I don't think it succeeded in actually challenging us on that, on that reaction. And I don't think any no, movie because, has ever done that. Because, really? Successfully. Really? Because it's so easy to titillate you're and it's so hard to serve. To just be like, tickle, tickle, Titillate, bang. Titillation. I think it gets 
but get, but you're starting to sound like a lot of these kids that are saying all sex scenes in movies are non-consensual because I didn't agree to see it. And at seeing any sexual... <laughs> I stand by that. <laughs> I stand by that. <laughs> I, hate, I hate sex scenes in most media. That's, what, that's most like movies. a you thing. Yeah, that's a me thing. I would not... <laughs> I wouldn't say they... Sh- Shouldn't be. I just People I'm like say that they should. This is what I say. I say we're going to back to puritanism. It makes yeah. me crazy. I say earn it. I say because it's so just thrown in there as like a Popcorn. set sure, as sure, a set sure. right yeah, as yeah, like yeah. Transformers. Like here's this people oh, yeah. fucking. Oh yeah, yeah. Transformers. Like no, be, you know but Showtime, need... HBO, all these networks. Like they're just like Sexies we have to put strip clubs them. in our shows and we have to have the, the, fucking. Those were ridiculous. And, and I'm they just were like so clearly it was like stock footage. But just like. A movie, but I always call. I always when I'm talking about this, I always think of girls, because uh, I think that is a show that earned almost every single sex scene, and I always specifically think of when Adam Driver's character and um, Jemima Kirk's character finally have sex and destroy everything, and they just can't do it because it's so like it's these two sexy fucking people, and you've just been like it's like that rom com thing where you just are like just I to want to watch you fuck. I really other. want you to have no. It's just they were been so. It's when the fantasy does not meet reality does not meet the fantasy. It's like mm-hmm. I just wanted to have sex with you so badly, and we've all just wanted to watch them have sex, and then it just doesn't work, and they don't actually have sex. They get naked, they fall around. It's really awkward, and it feels so earned and real and profound and unlike anything I've seen and anything I've seen before and since. And so I think if a sex scene is earned, that's great. I just think it's so saturated that I'm like, get rid of it. It's like with violence, get rid of it, earn it. Show like, let's start from ground zero and just show me that you're doing something where it's worth me cringing or being titillated in like a weird way. You need to see the erotic films of the 90s. Oh God. For real. I'm scared. I mean, we have a list of all these things you have to show me. I mean, like, because you are talking, there is a lack of, of the of the study of what's the really, when things have reached its height as far as, like, crazy sex in movies. And just awkward sex. Because I love that. Awkward sex is very, so Mumblecore brought that in, right? Mid-2000s. Yeah. Mm, sure. Oh, yes. Lean, who, who, what, what yeah, movie yeah, 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 film yeah, yeah, birthed yeah, yeah. Lena Dunham? Mumblecore. No, that's I don't give do not, I do not give Mumblecore Tiny, credit. That's Joe Swarmberg, Domino, Domino, Domino. No, 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 Tiny no, 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 no. Stop. You're that's actually gonna make true. me angry. Do not give them credit for her. She there's a lot of people, there's She's a vast kind of the array same of kind of film. Sure. Making. Sure. But like she had, we all are if we didn't best. have any money. I agree. But but it, it's just it's she took it to a level that none of those guys ever fucking could have. That's true. Never could have. And didn't. Lynn Shelton, somewhat. Yeah. But she didn't get to Lena no, Dunham's level. I love Lynn Shelton. No, she didn't. I uh, love Lynn Shelton, and I've yeah. seen all her films. Yeah. And I put her above but, Joe Swanberg. I put her above, you know, the, the Duplasses did something different. Mm-hmm. They did something different. And that's where we differ, is that I get more... But you don't like Lynn Shelton. Admit it. It's not my first choice. Yeah. That kind of indie... Not, I'm calling you out. It's not my first choice. It's not. Have you seen the one with J.D. Klaus and Edie Falco, though? Where she was his teacher, and he gets out of jail, and then they start a... What's it called? I can't remember it's what it's in called. Is it Black and White? No. Oh. I don't think so. It might be. Thinking of Blue Jay. I think... Starring Sarah Paulson and Mark Duplass. Oh, God. 
that, was yeah, that is black and white. Was that smart? No, that's no, that's one of the like ancillary guys. I can't remember his name. Ugh. But um, but hold on, because I was on something that. really interesting. Side note: Just watch that one. Okay. Okay, that's it. Go ahead. I love. There is something about a, a mumblecore romance that always hits. Edie Falco and J2 Claus. No, that's great energy. As a teacher student. That's amazing. Oh my god. Um, but why I why I go to the erotic films of the '90s is because that is when it, it's if we're going through if we're going from like the, the Camille kind of lens, that's late decadent erotic cinema. That is when it got the most. I mean, it births showgirls for crying out loud. Mm. Like, and often when things are starting to hit the wall, is yeah. when you really discover some stuff that it blows the mind that major studios put those films out that that was where the mind was it was it was at the perfect intersection of also like the internet and internet porn but that sounds like they have hindsight value rather than like in the moment because what girls did is very like True. it was doing that at the moment and this it was being this is the big difference is that the 90s films like you know your your classic all your joe esther has your, your basic instincts your jade uh um colors color of night oh my god just like where jala where it became so the, the the um the word i'm looking for is facade no but it's not facade it's the it's the what's that really good film school word for like <laughs> when something's like really fake on purpose um, so not artificiality. Oh my god, I can't. So you're all the one who's supposed to teach me words. I know. It's like I don't it's know my the favorite word. word too. <laughs> like you, what were you teaching me last week? You were my brain me. is like so foggy right now. Whatever. It was. Yeah. It's. It, its whole thing is that it was so pushed to beyond reality, and yet often when you do that, like you you get truths that, that are told very loudly. Yeah. Um, whereas you, where you're, you're tied to like, what's the best erotic cinema is being as truthful as possible. Do, like almost like documentary, like awkward, raw reality with no sheen on it at all. Yeah. Instead of seeing like what the collective consciousness was moving towards and somehow unearth things that they weren't even ready to deal with yet. Like, like the whole sex and violence thing, just being like, so turned up to a thousand. I mean, basic instinct is unbelievably insane which i've never seen oh bitch <laughs> oh bitch love sharon stone oh my god then you're go, you're gonna lose it i mean it's it's yeah. the opening i love her the opening scene yeah um full nudity crazy pornographic sex yeah. arcing camera, i mean it's crazy, a part of like, the culture and the then one of like, the most there's just brutal the, acts of violence to be shown friend. in a major hollywood film ever with an ice pick going through the bridge of someone's nose in their eyes. Like, that's the opening scene of that movie. Is the height of, of sex and violence. It, it, it almost, to, to make it almost, like, but that was before Showgirls pushed it actually to, you know, he was like, okay, basic instinct, I brought us to the line. Now let's, now let's show you how much of a disgusting pig you are and you're just like, make kind of a thing. Because this, and that shows the difference between you and me, where like, you get, take that and you put that on this pedestal of like what it changes, what it adds to you know the history of and, looking um, at stuff like that. It I should look make at you horny. It shouldn't, or it should. It should. Mm. It to work. That's why those things are. I think yeah. you know. Yeah, I think the Red Rocket has to work. To, has to make you horny to work because well, the entire film is through that character's well, lens. We'll see. And I'll you watch have it to and feel. 
if, if you, we have to watch it together just though. completely divorced from the sexuality and you're like oh well that sex is just bad no it, it, i need it to go further and say you this is what's being sold to you always don't you want this but at the same time i'm making you realize oh god you don't want this at all that's giving so much credit and i just it's i just haven't seen it, but i can't imagine it you. earns that credit it does there's no fucking way because i i would have we would have seen that before i don't think I just really it think, did for me at least I can say that but you are I was, like I was you are prime you're not a good case study because you you just because you know what you know and you love what you love like the case we need like yeah. we need to do a little science that experiment still, that would still surprise me get, get a bunch of weird dudes together like you know basics freaky deekies all everything in between have them like you know who loved that movie shape who loved them? Red Rocket oh. Peter I haven't figured, yeah, I don't know. Which yeah. he wouldn't always. Our friend Peter. Our friend Peter. Not um, Peter. I'm just thinking Peter Rabbit. I can't think of a famous Peter. Sarsgaard. <laughs> He's successful. He's not famous. He's Maggie Jill Hossel, though, right? Yeah. He's, he's, oh yeah, he's, he's great. I mean, it's like no one knows his name. Do you know what I mean? People are going to be like, oh, I saw that guy in the Batman. Well, I mean, I've seen him in a thousand things. Yeah, he's one of those. Most people, I would assume. I think he's he's one of those invisible. He's a little above one of those. (laughs) He's a B-lister. He's a B-list actor. Maybe an A-minus or a B-plus. He's never, he's he's only a leading man in very small stuff, if ever. He's kind of like, you know, the, the, like, ancillary... He was never really a Philip Seymour Hoffman. He never made it to that. I mean, who R.I.P. Could, who could? I mean, Nobody could. It was just the. Oh, sorry. I just slapped my mic. But anyway. But yeah, I think this is. I think I'm about to go even deeper. When I think about. This is actually fascinating. Our own yeah. developments as far as learning how we should feel about our sexual responses or very different obviously us specifically yeah us two compared to each other just us you're not talking about like a collective about us. us okay me and you oh me it was the kind of classic like shame like you shouldn't feel you shouldn't be gay that, mm-hmm. that only pushes you to be like fuck that i'm gonna be as horny as possible mm. and love gay sex and never ever 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 let you take that away from me and be so attached to my sexual response in such a like encouraging yeah. way i think what happens to a lot of straight men uh-huh. from a lot of these Do tell. loud mouth wi- <clears throat> mostly kidding mostly um is that you're you're made to feel ashamed of your sexual desire a lot of the time and that you're often told the narrative becomes oh, sometimes. Oh, God, not this. Well, it becomes like, not this. it becomes a little bit that the narrative, well, it's just, okay, maybe let me not go that far. Yeah. But can you agree that um, straight male sexuality, when you talk about it, when the world's been talking about it for the last 20 years, never a good thing. That's Only so, really talked about but you're talking about it's such a, like, a specific group of people that we have been around who, like, are liberated in terms of sexuality and gender 
that's not a majority mentality. You're talking about like the majority within a very small, you know, or like what's, you know, ballooned in recent our, times. Our, our world, our bubble. Yes. Right. 100%. That's true, except that I, where I thought and you were going to go with that, because I thought you were going to be more specific, I didn't think it was just going to be my straight woman loving ass and your gay woman hating ass. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I thought you were going to say, because for me, well, first of all, let's not pretend like your parents didn't support you. Of course they did. And let's not, that's the thing for me too. I would have, you know, my parents very much supported me. I was raised around a lot of gay people and it was never a secret. True. Sexuality, straight sexuality and gay sexuality was never a secret for me. My, mm. the people so who I was is, raised by were just giving it to me. If I yeah. had questions, they would answer them. So that so made me. You learned, it, it, the difference is that for you, it was, it was promoted. Yeah. But it was seen as like for you it's it's such a it's a big responsibility you have power that you need to do well with do you know what i mean it's just more like if you hear people I who are like your parents that, if you I'm have not. your parents and you know people like your parents who hold that space in your head talking about sex all the time it's not gonna make you want to fuck mm. it's gonna make you want to be like Whoa, that's too much. That's too much. Mm-hmm. So like then when for me, you're, it you're was, thinking about fucking and then suddenly your parents and like your godparents like or whatever. Yours were a little too comfortable. My mom. My mom. My parents could talk about things. And I'm so like grateful for that. I'm so grateful for, for that. For sure. But like it never got too much. So it, it always felt, I never felt intruded upon in any way. It was all, it always felt like, and of course my mom would be like, it came to the, her and my dad, she'd be like, I don't want to talk about yeah. that. Um, well, your mom also wasn't like telling you, thankfully, but like, thankfully she was for me, but also it had its problems of like telling a young man how to, what it is, what a woman wants, what a woman needs, what a woman being very where, open. Let's talk about how in my family, yeah, at least for our childhood, now, you know, I have two queer-ish siblings, sisters, um, that there was, there, all of us were looking for men. Mm. There was that <laughs> conversation that never needed to be had. Yeah. Um, and is your dad quiet? No. Okay. He's the one who, who's louder. Mm. My mom is the one being like, stop. Opposite. Um, opposite. So that's what's also really interesting. Who was the more, yeah, mine was a very blanket, but I'm more gregarious than my sister is. I mean, there's so many avenues so I could go more with that. You're more gregarious as far as sharing that stuff. Well, just like I the way my mom is. How this, how this goes back to, like, you you said, like, you don't love seeing sex in movies a lot of the time. Not at all. Because it's to but the point like, where. Get into that, because, like, what, in what? It's so saturated to the point, and, it, and like, I'm watching oh, it. Oh, in mainstream content, yeah, but, yeah, like, that's yeah, yeah. what I'm not watching. Of course you're not. But I'm talking about mainstream content because that's what we're all watching. Sorry, we're not cool like you. We're not the cool kids. We're not the alt boys. No, it's true. I'm sure, I think, um, and I think there is a certain, that kind of so flat, oversaturated sexuality comes from a bit of repression. It becomes sanitized in a way that then becomes like, yes. It has it in there, mm. and yet it's lacking that 
that real pull, that relatability. It's like, it's the whole like, this is what your sex should be. It's really, you know? It should be like, yeah, yeah. My when I see more value in like Predator cinema that literally has no. Of course you do. Well, I mean, like, at least it's honest. Like, Baron Lucci, like, who's a fucking pig. Who, who, what he has said. Well, we're going to have our episode where we just get into But he, at like least him. his films. We have our canceled men episodes. There's like really, really compelling, not even shying away a little bit from the real darkness of sexuality that he had in his private life. And is it worth it though? Is it worth having someone oh, who has a really right. disgusting private life, having them have the power to like make something that we've seen generations later and country you know across an ocean that's sick and i know you fucking love that it's sick but actually it's not good sick it's not it's, it's not, not good it's, sick. it's more complicated than that it's like oh my god i just don't think it should it's valueless from being from, no it's not valueless but yeah. it's we need to like i, I agree i've never that seen my tango affairs <laughs> so i don't know because i'm that. i'm worried about it but like from what i hear from you know, that, that movie is about a, a, a sexual connection that is so dangerous and violent that it only leads to death. But most men, maybe not most, okay, but uh, some men will look at that and be like, that's what I should that's do what I in want. real life. Mm. It's what I want, or it's like, that's the way to do it. Like, well, of course it is. The way it's like, that's where in it's so many from. mainstream movies, it's like the coy, like, you know, will they, won't they, which is really like, she doesn't want to, I'm going to make her want to. Make her do it. Even that's, in like, a Judd Apatow where it's like, I'm ugly, Which I know she's hot. The Bertolucci movie's way more complex than that. That movie yeah, was sure. an art house film. But it's in you know, the it same, get... it's on the same spectrum. And oh, I disagree. we're not, I don't think we will in our lifetime, I hope so, but I don't think we'll be at a place where like, we have parsed that enough to really let that movie hold value in the way that you think no. it should. Oh no, uh, I mean, I just think that we're too discombobulated in how we talk about it now. I think we should all, actually, me included, be willing to engage with things that we find ideologically worrisome. I think if you don't look at yes. it, then it's even more 100%. worrisome. And it becomes the beast in the corner. But it shouldn't be the umbrella, you know, the culture that we're, that we're all digesting. It needs to be no, broken no, no, down no, no, no. and synthesized to a small pocket. And that pocket is for freaks like you. Yeah. Yeah. Who, I've never suffered any major sexual trauma. And I get all my pleasure from kind of like pushing my, my brain into trying to reckon with where I fit into like the human thing. It's with all that stuff. With, well, with where sex comes in. Where, where, the, where, where sex shows us all. This is what we're coming back to. Your favorite girlie's mouth, but this is one of her things that I really love. And no, but listen, no, it's a no. why we have such a problem with dealing with sex is because we, for thousands of years, have wanted to 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 prove that humans, we humans, are more than animals. When we are sexually engaged in those acts, it reminds us of the opposite. We are animals. We have these. We're not. No. We're not. We are, and no. we're also. We also have brains. What do you mean? You're trying to say that we don't have That's, animal instincts. That of course we do. Wins, but the know. reason we are successful, and we are, you is know, because we we deal with them. 
Yes, and we, we repress them. Their repression is <laughs> important. Oh my god. Yes. To to, just, a, yes, to a I should be able set. to just club the shit out of you right now <laughs> and walk away and go that have some is, fucking dinner. That is the opposite. Of, that's not what I'm saying. That's animal instinct right. at its core and not being repressed. But like in a very reductive way, but still. I think there's there's danger oh in, in, in in having to in into think of that as only bad things. No, but it, it it's you a balance. Want, you don't need to go full Marquis de Sade, but like a little bit exact of course it's a balance. It's a balance. It's just you 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 are a little more intent on the repression balance and I'm a little more intent on the liberation yes. balance. That's true, and I think you, we need both. Not, like, but we need the like the idea that we should just like I think follow our instincts is to the worst, leads to the it taking someone over leads to sex crimes. You know what I mean? I think we, yeah. with with yeah. more children from a young age, we talk about these things. We, we you know like we there isn't a rule book like like you know it's a little more open. Like there's less there's going to be less sex crimes. That's, you can talk about it. To somebody. Mm, that's true, but on the other hand unfettered animal instinct like just letting people kind of like if you look at a football player a young football player who's been told they're great Oof. they're strong they're Oof. what are they going to do with that Girl. freedom and that unrepression Say they're going to do horrible things yes. often to women in yes. their lives yes yeah. and that so it's like we, it's a balance not, not is is the complete normalization of and saying those things are, are, are exactly. normal human behaviors which is why you can't be general or absolutist on either side. You have to I allow. Just got, I just got wound. Yeah. You can't generalize. Because I remember sitting here during the, the other day yeah. and getting to a certain point where you said something similar. Where it was like, where we agree, but it was like, yes, there is that. But I'm, I'm, what I'm it's saying too, you is need when all it comes of it. To, yes, when it you comes to that football player, I think more could be gained. He, he's not seeing those things as an animal urge it's something that he deserves i think when you talk about it like one in the same i'm sorry one in the same you think yeah i think not as a good thing but something he's earned both all the entire truth of seeing your animal urge to procreate and dominate yeah um you know yes like yes it shouldn't be as like that's completely bad but of course it comes with like you know you're also human who should, who, who, you know, unlike most animals, we do have emotional capability, hopefully, to, but, but. That we teach ourselves through but some we sort also, of repression. Yeah, 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 yeah. Control. Control. Control over it, Control. yeah, absolutely. The ever, that non-ending battle between Apollo and Dionysus. Apollo Ugh. draws lines. You always you get know. so nerdy and I love it. Apollo draws harsh lines against the filthy, foaming, frothy bog. Mm. And you need a little of both. So maybe that's that's the that's the thing. Agree to agree that Ish. it's a it's a wide, big old thing that needs to really be looked at as such. It can't yeah. be looked at in a reductionist way. Yeah, and but I everybody it, does. I think I get where I. Come <laughs> I just did it. I, yeah, exactly. And and I um, I think that even if. Yeah, I think there's too much, like, everything needs to be perfect, a perfect representation of a truth when there is none. And so much, like, I think there shouldn't be such a, like, if this, if it's, in, if it talks about or portrays sexuality in a way that's imperfect, that that should be destroyed. It's like, well, 
we're all reaching and then are trying to say something. Let's try and reckon with what people are saying. You know what I mean? I'm like, doesn't all you don't have to completely agree, like, but yeah, you should you should you should reckon with it. Yeah, I think reckoning. Especially is... if there's a big like like blonde, there's a big cultural bomb yeah. that really opens up this conversation about sex and power and exploitation. Let's talk about it. I'm like I I, but so soon it's it's like well it it it's the narrative just becomes well it didn't get it right and that's that you and... know when it's like well. Well, but there's also the other side of like, let's just accept it and not talk about it. Let's just like Which put it up would never, and praise ever want, it. Never want that. So it can't be out of thing. Because we're not, a, exactly. It yeah, can't no, it can't. Be out there's always going to be the conversation. And I'm going to watch Red Rocket. Good. We should watch but it we're going to watch it together. I'm not watching it alone. It's, it's like, yeah. Un, you know, Florida Project. Slow, like really slow, sturdy. It is Red Rocket is his over two hour tangerine paste. It is bam, 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 bam. It it is like a. I love how short tangerine is. I mean, Red Rocket feels short because it flies. It flies, but it has the same mythic kind of overarching aura of like a moral, some kind of fable being spun as things, as you feel the inevitability of what's happening and everything, get all the lines getting crossed. You know, like it's it's a, it's a movie, it starts out, it feels like the ultimate, the classic American genre of like the scrappy entrepreneur who can, who can twist anything, you know, who can, who can, and oh, then when we those- we got enough of those. Well, in, in, Sean Baker has very been, he means in the film, you can see it. Okay. But like, he's very like, wink, wink, like this is, this is Trump. This is the idea of why we love Trump so much. And let me show you how how horrible that mentality can eventually get, you know, when it comes to everything. So you think, you think it does successfully, like, one you percent pull you in and then turn you and be like, the last tis, shot, tis. the last shot, if I, could, I wish I could discuss it with you right now, where okay. We're gonna watch it, it. it encapsulates the entire thing in one shot. We are going to watch it. Where it flips everything on its head and, sh- and you know, and, and really you feel the woof. But the, but it calls you out for for because you recognize this persona yeah and that it's such a classic American cinematic hero yeah who can do anything on his feet really street smart mm-hmm. you know confident huge cock you know that has has all those things like all the things we want everyone but of course the way that that huge cock gets yeah, used in the film is is of course important to subvert the, the lauding of such a thing as as usually the case. Um, Sean Baker, my small dicks king. We should have a penis episode. Oh, I can't. I literally. Are we? Did we finish? Yeah, that. I mean, that was that was good. Cinema.